so from a legal perspective, this is really quite concerning because the powers that have granted onto themselves the right to destroy us from a legal perspective. So when we filed suit in, now I say we, I filed the first suit, there was a dozen other lawyers right behind me, right? We all sued because we all had DOD clients and that's where the mandate started. The courts responded the same way. The Department of, of Justice, who represents the DOD, I thought for sure, I filed a temporary restraining order. Here's uh, Lieutenant Colonel Teresa Long, flight surgeon in the Army. She says that these are full of polyethylene glycol. That's the base components to antifreeze. Here you go, DOD. These things are dangerous. You can't give people antifreeze in a shot. It's never been done before. Uh, and you know, I thought maybe they'll just stop this. No, they didn't stop it. They fought harder. To answer your question, We've been fighting with them for two years now. The Department of Justice represents, and we got um, thrown out of the Tenth Circuit on bonk, meaning that the entire Tenth Circuit looked at our case because we did oral arguments in front of the Tenth um, last uh, November, November 18. Are you ready to stop funding globalists? Ready to ditch the big box stores and finally buy clean products you can trust that are actually good for you and made in America? If you are, I have an exciting program for you the Freedom Buying Club. You can buy everyday products from cleaning supplies that detox your home to fluoride-free toothpaste you can trust delivered right to your door. They also have my favorite product now, the highest quality USDA prime beef without hormones and antibiotic free from cows raised humanely in the pasture without mRNA vaccines. You can trust what you are buying, sized in just what you need, convenient packs delivered right to your door. No more wasting meat when you are forced to purchase your own cow from the ranch. If you are interested in helping your family get healthier while supporting American Made, go to freedombuyingclub.com, sign up to speak with a representative, and they will explain the entire opportunity to you. Remember, freedombuyingclub.com. Welcome to Business Game Changers. I'm Sarah Westall. I have the attorney Todd Collender coming back are coming to the program. This is the first time he's been on the program. And so I'm really glad he's decided to come. We had a wonderful conversation about everything. I just really kind of went everywhere and around the COVID issue. But the concern is, is that they have this whole thing planned and he's talking about the frequencies and, you know, it's a lot of like what Sherry Edwards warned us about in the last show of what is coming. He's saying the same thing, but he's going to talk about what he's found in documents and his panel of doctors that he has in his forum. He's going to talk about all that stuff, but he's interesting because he sued the Department of Defense and he's still in some lawsuits with them. And he talks about some of the things he's learned about that and some of the main outcomes of that situation so far. So that's really a very fascinating conversation and good to know conversation. And I want to remind you about uh, my Substack, sarahwestall.substack.com. I have exclusives. I just did one with Sherry Edwards on the God gene. So you can go and watch that for my paying members. And anyways, I also have a lot of public information that I put out if you don't want to have a paid membership. So think about going there, sarahwestall.substack.com. Okay, let's get into my really great conversation with attorney Todd Collender. Hi, Todd. Welcome to the program. It's really a pleasure to be here. It's my first time. Go gentle, please. <laughs> Go gentle. <laughs> okay. I do have some questions, though. There's this 5G warning going on. And I, you know, we talked and you think it's legit or 
You got to ask if you think it's legit or you think it's possible enough that we need to prepare. Can you talk about the, what this thing is? Yeah. There's this viral video that went around and you guys are like, yeah, this is plausible because we've it seen it in FEMA documents that they have something scheduled. So can you talk about it? Well, it, it, it is a very grand thing. So let me start by saying the information that I have and I have shared a, a lot of that um, that you, you see going around those videos or in cases me more than a year ago. So my, my entree to this fight for humanity's survival, because we are in an extinction level event, comes from my background in the vaccine business, which was more than 20 years ago doing in, um, clinical field trials, uh, where I actually brought the WHO and Pfizer into Cuba, if you can imagine that. So I know these people. Um, we also knew that you know my family's company had tested various vaccines over the last 20, 30 years, including mRNA shots. Um, and I knew that all the test animals had died because I'm the one seeing the clinical yeah. data coming back. Um, and so for that reason, when Lloyd Austin said he was going to have all 1.4 million active duty service members um, take an experimental shot where all of the test animals had died um, all at the same time, you know, I, I couldn't stand by. And so that's why I ended up suing the DOD. And as a result of doing that, we had something like 210,000 uh, prospective plaintiffs in our plaintiff class. With that came thousands and thousands of people looking for help and a whole lot of whistleblowers, not just from inside the, the DOD, but the government itself, and not just the U.S. government, from various governments, places around the world, even firsthand witnesses, um, some of who include uh, FEMA whistleblowers or experts in the, the electronic warfare business, either currently or past, quite a few of them. So this led me on this, this long journey, and we've got a team of researchers, by the way. Um, our, we, we created a company called Vax Choice, and we created a repository of all the evidence that we were gathering along the way through this case against DOD, HHS, and FDA. It's called Vax Choice, and the whole team. And we came to arrive at a certain conclusion that back in 1976, the Russians were way ahead of the U.S. in terms of electronic warfare. We found a... a a DIA, that's Defense Intelligence Agency, declassified document that talked about the use of EMF, electromagnetic frequency radiation, to effectuate changes in people's bodies. It was a, it's a weapon, right? And the Russian military was using it. The U.S. military started researching it, and they've been well, using we, it. We and used it, it, in, it in the Iraq War, but keep going. Yes, yes, yes exactly right. The voice-to-skull technology was yes. used in Operation Desert Storm, all the Iraqis were dropping their weapons and surrendering to the nearest white person because they were told, Allah said, you know, put down your weapons. And, and so that's voice to school technology is, in fact, one of those frequencies. So in the process of, of going against the DOD and this weapon that they created, otherwise known as the COVID vaccine, that was our DOD that created it, by the way, and it is a weapon. Um, what stops them from using other weapons like electronic warfare, like 5G? So some of what we came upon were very strange um, scientific papers that included things about studying what happens to lipid nanoparticles that control uh, or that hold. They're like little bombers and they contain messenger RNA and, and synthetic DNA. They release those contents into people's bodies, which is what happened with the shots, you know, the COVID shots. They genetically modified people. So we're now looking at scientific papers that say, Use of an 18 gigahertz signal can cause these lipid nanoparticles to swell and release their content. So it becomes a, effectively a remote detonation device, if you will, 
Um, and in those lipid nanoparticles, we found lots of scientific papers that talked about what kind of pathogens would be in there. These were not um, therapeutics, albeit lipid nanoparticles have been carrying those for cancer drugs. Our company tested those. But what we found were chimeric pathogens like Marburg, E. coli, and Ebola, and, and Staphylococcus, or both chimeric, um, I mean, chimeric in the sense that they're both bacterial and viral at the same time. And so when you find patents, in addition to scientific papers, studies, and the plausibility, we've got motive, we got means, we got opportunity. The motive, you know, we, we know from the 1994 Cairo Population Accords that effectively all the countries on this planet agreed to get rid of the 7 billion people. It's in the agenda for the 21st century, now known as Agenda 21. Um, means, there's a 5G network all around us. That's a big deal. Who all agreed to that? Well, the world's governments, the United Nations effectively had a UN convention in Cairo, Egypt in 1994, after the Rio Climate Accords. And in that convention, subject to and as a, as a result of Henry Kissinger's paper um, in 1974 or so on the world being overpopulated, they agreed the world's overpopulated and they needed to get rid of 7 billion people. This is a, a convention and, uh, amongst the UN nations. And by the way, the UN has a population division, and they've had it since then. So there is actually a plan to depopulate the planet. You're in the middle of it, Sarah. We are in the midst of their depopulation plan. Yeah. So you have you've you've got motive, you've got means. Whether that's the the COVID shots, which are full of poison, you know, lipid nanoparticles with with polyethylene glycol. That's the base components to antifreeze. We found that in the shots. Um, and then you've, you've got the opportunity. We now have a 5G system. While we were all locked down, locked in our houses, what happened? Essential workers installed 5G platforms, mass everywhere. Not just regular 5G, but these are the new and improved versions that have phased arrays. And according to our electronic warfare people, that means they will use your devices as effectively targeting apparatus. So it's not just everybody getting cooked with microwave oven, you know, a microwave oven frequencies all the time, but it's directed to people. And we don't have to ask whether they would do this because it's already happened. You might remember in Canberra, there was a, um, a protest yeah. and those people got cooked. They got cooked with uh, active denial oh, system microwave radiation. There's a lot of evidence through the years that people in different countries, and I've done reports and many documentaries about do weapons are just energy weapons yes. that the governments have. Of course they are. Yeah, and they well, can they, affect... they're not hiding it, Sarah. They no. they brag no. about it. Well, it used to be much more accessible on the internet. Like you could search for it, and you can find what are the top energy weapons each country are using, and then they go through all these different energy weapons. That used to be easily accessible. Now you can't get, I mean, we've been locked down in our ability to learn. So in some respects, my point is this, they've already told us this is what they're going to do. They've already built the weaponry to do sure. it. They've already yeah. launched a genocidal effort on humanity with the COVID shots. They're all poison. They're all designed to kill people. Um, why would we not do that? And by the way, I spent the last three years, if I wasn't fighting the DOD in court, bailing people out of... Um, you know, some people call them hospitals, I call them death camps, because what? they were literally yes. getting paid to kill people. Yes. So yeah. 
do we really have to wonder? They said they're going to depopulate. Why are we scratching our heads? Why are we not believing this? It's happening. So why? my question to you is, why wouldn't they? So October 4, you've got FEMA who says, yes, we're going to test it. And by the way, it's not just you know, your regular old test, you know, emergency broadcast system. This is everywhere all the time across the United States, including Hawaii and Canada. And it's every spectrum of signal. It's your, it's your phone. It's your computer. It's your television. It's AM. It's FM radio. Time? Is this the first the time? First that time, and so exactly, yeah, yes. And so, why does it? Why do they need every frequency all at once at the same time? So, there's your means and your opportunity. So, what? Well, why so would makes, we question it? Makes it? Sense. it does make sense, and it, it's not like they aren't telling us about this. So, we can do things um, to protect ourselves, which uh, you know, I'm talking with people all the time. And on Friday, we've got experts. I'm a lawyer, right? I'm, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a scientist. We have scientists and, and medical people who will tell you what to do. They're experts in this, including Dr. Vliet, who is, and, and by, by the way, Colonel Peter Chambers, um, who is not only a medical doctor, a Green Beret, but he's also the victim of an attack, an electronic attack what they call AHI is the Havana syndrome, an anomalous yep. health incident. Yep. They, they did something out there too. And so they had all these different universities were studying it when they zapped the Havana um, embassy. And, and then and they Colonel Chambers and was zapped. He was yeah. zapped. Oh, so he was one of the States. Yeah. He was zapped in worse. Sarah, he was zapped in Washington, DC. Yeah, I know a lot of people who've been directly targeted and I've done some interviews over the years, but it's, it's, you know, they feel so uh, attacked and lonely because to be targeted because yes. people don't know really how prevalent this is, but it's really not a medical, it's it a is. medical, a future medical issue, but most medical doctors aren't trained in the engineering. I believe that frequency and what the, how they're attacking us oh. is the future of all medicine, right? I talk about right. this all the time. Digitized medicine. Yeah. yeah. And so for medical doctors, they don't, they're not trained in it. It's an engineering True. way of thinking. And so we got all these medical doctors trying to, you know, and they don't have the training. They don't understand the engineering behind it. They don't, some of them do because they're brilliant. They figured stuff out yeah. and whatever. And so, the, and then they understand medical or they understand biology and then they can kind of tie it together, which is what's needed. But, um, I was getting at a point here about this. But let me let me let me just you said something really important, which is one of the doctors on Friday who's going to talk about this, Dr. Lee Vliet, um, who will testify effectively that the frequency ranges in the 5G spectrum can cause any malady known to man. And That's she right. said that 90% of the acute radiation poisoning um, symptomology shares. It's the same as though you were um Sorry, if you were to have Ebola That's or right. Marburg. Well, because every, uh, yeah, every frequency, every mineral has its own frequency. If you're short on calcium, you can take the, the frequency for calcium. I mean, it's really cool how the, where the future of medicine is going, but our current yeah. crop of doctors have no clue and about this whole technology and how it really works. I mean, my sister's a doctor. I have another one who's a pharmacist. I can attest. They don't have a yeah. clue. And, and, but that's, that's the future. So now, but this is what's scary about it is that I think there has been a more, much more advanced scientific part of our government who understand like what Sherry, I have Sherry Edwards on all the time, who was born able to hear 200 times more. And, wow. and so she's just this amazing, she came up with this whole new uh, bioacoustic medicine. And she says, wow, like, why not? Yeah, and Rife, Rife is, yeah, she's, 
I just love her. She says that rife, as amazing as rife is, it's a subset yeah. of what we're actually able to do, right? I mean, it's, it's she just sees a whole entire that. matrix. But um, th that's what she's saying as well. And I'm saying from my engineering background, once you understand all the free, once you can correlate and make a matrix or a map of what we are and what frequencies you need to affect us. Yeah. It's like being, yeah. you have the tool to write the book so they can do whatever they want. I don't know where they're at and I don't know where the mentality well, is. I at, have a clue. That's, tell us. It, well, what I had come to find as part of the evidence that came out of um, fifth generation warfare documents the, between China and the United States effectively, as always, are in a, a race, right? A weapons race. Um, and they, as I understand it, three digits to the, the right of a decimal point in terms of um, identifying your frequency is enough for them to have understood each and every person individually. So with the phased arrays in 5G, if you gave over your DNA, taking your stupid COVID-19 PCR test and they digitized it, they would have the capability to direct a signal to you and nobody else because they've made it now three places to the right of the decimal point in terms of how finite it is and the description, how to identify beings, right? That's exactly what you said. We are all electrical beings. The one thing that's that is hopeful in all this is God made us so unique that they can't yeah. there's only there's not many people that'll be affected by that exact same frequency to the exact same thing to screw up the same person and actually get into their cells. There's some mechanisms that we have that protect us from them being able to do stuff like that. Like our cells don't all take it and you have to use different frequencies for different people. It, it's yeah, a yeah, it's. I want to know that more. That's very interesting. And in my mind's eye, you know, as you're saying that, one of the things we discovered is it related to causing the lipid nanoparticles to swell. It was a modulated frequency. That it 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 wasn't just one, um, but it was also pulsed. And so it it appears to me, along the lines of what you're saying, that um, the weapon systems seem to be not just one frequency; they're multiple, and they're pulsed. It's not well, just you that... know one current beam. Yeah, that says it. But that's that's exactly the issue is I think they've been studying this for decades. These like, yeah. they're so far ahead because they yes. know what Sherry Edwards is teaching people. They, and then they understand the engineering. They're, they've been studying that for decades. So it's this whole, yep. I mean, that, that's why- And my, they wrote it down. And they, see yeah. the patents, they wrote it all down. They did, <laughs> they do that now. But the thing is, is that it can't, it can't affect, I'm trying to give people hope. Okay. Cause people are so freaked out yeah. on everything. And sure. I, you know, freaks me out. I have hope. Yeah. How do you not get freaked out? And well, so because I, you can, you can deal with it. I mean, one of the things we're going to do by the way on Friday is help people understand what you can you do about it. And we've got a lot of victims, by the way, my law firm, um, we have victims that have been targeted individuals from these fusion centers. And these poor people have been plagued for ages. I don't know if you know, hope and Tavon, yeah. They were targeted individuals yeah. and they had to flee to Morocco. So, you know, we've asked our clients, what is it that you do? You've been plagued like this for 20 years. What do you do to escape it? And we've actually got some, some oh, answers to that. Excellent.
In a world where everyday challenges can feel overwhelming, there is hope. Restore Patch is dedicated to making a positive impact on your life by addressing real, pressing issues of our time. Too many of us deal with anxiety, migraines, PTSD, and the need for quality sleep. Restore Patch solves all of this by helping us address our immediate needs to be more productive and effective. There are Restore Patches for all kinds of ailments all of us feel every day. Go to RestorePatch.com slash Sarah and choose from the many wonderful options they have available and regain your life. Say goodbye to restless nights, no energy, and blinding migraines. They believe in promoting a healthier, harmonious, and balanced body where well-being is at the core of their mission. It's time to embrace hope, healing, and a brighter future. Experience the natural power of Restore Patch and take the first step toward a more balanced and fulfilling life. Visit them today to learn more and start your journey toward wellness. Because with Restore Patch, there is hope for a brighter, healthier you. Don't make your health wait. Go to RestorePatch.com Sarah. Use code Sarah to save 10% and target the issue that has hindered you from being your best self today. Exactly. Yeah. So we don't have to be afraid, including the fact, Dr. Vliet, who I made mention of, um, about a year ago when we were very concerned, we discovered all this evidence. We published on her website, truthforhealth.org. It's a foundation and ours, which is Vax Choice. She put together a treatment guide and a prep guide for viral hemorrhagic fevers, because as it turns out, it almost doesn't make a difference whether it's a, a quote unquote virus. They may not even exist, according to some of our doctors. Um or a, an EMF signal, electronic signal, the result is the same, the breaking the hydrophilic bonds that, that hold our cells together. And um, what she is saying and what she found with Dr. Chambers, the Green Beret medical doctor, in their field guide, in the Green Beret field guide, is that should you encounter Marburg, Ebola, um, or any of these viral hemorrhagic fevers, they actually had therapeutics, just like in, for COVID, right? Where they had ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine. Well, yeah, in this yeah. case, it's the same thing. Albendazole, mebendazole, what Dr. Vliet is saying, and by the way, fenbendazole, is that um, these antiparasitics also are anti-inflammatories. And the Green Beret Handbook says it was two, two tabs, two pills, I think it was albendazole, and you're good to go. That's it. It's prophylactic and it's a cure on your way. So if it's really that simple, um, if people need only take some activated charcoal or, you know, our mop gear from the chlorine military. Chlorine dioxide or whatever. Chlorine, exactly things. right. Yeah. So we don't have to be afraid. And at the end of the day, you said something else really important. It's faith over fear, right? I'm not going to, you know, go on bended knee and, you know, beg somebody not to kill me. We're in this. They're going to try and kill us. So how do you want to die? I'm going to die fighting. I'm not afraid. Well, and I also wanted to say, and this is what I was getting into, is that not everybody's going to be affected by it. Their last round where they tried to mentally get yeah. everybody to be zombies, there's a certain yeah. percentage that were not affected at all by it who are just like, what? Wake up, guys. And then those guys woke up and then they woke up other people and then it went. But it it was... Uh, I know that because I was one that was not affected. Yeah, <laughs> it was, was not fun you, at that you've point. You've been consistent. You kind of look around and you're like, what is going on? But yeah, from day one, but I, 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 that is the hopeful thing is that whatever they pump at us with frequencies, it's not a hundred percent because they yes. have to modulate it. And I realize you're saying the pumping and the whatever, and they've modulated it. They're just not going to know all of it. It's not possible. Yeah. Well, I, I love the fact that you've got an engineering background and that you've already is studied this it's obvious that you have so wh what are your preps let's assume that at two o'clock or 220 on the fourth 
they send out this modulated pulse signal and it has an effect on people. What are you doing for your preps? Well, we always have chlorine dioxide. It's called twin oxide on site. Yeah. It, okay. And that, that worked I'm a big for, fan. Yeah. That worked for Ebola back. The Navy did it for Ebola back 15 years wow. ago. Yeah. So they know it works when they were, when they arrest people in hazmat suits and everything else that they've shown, that's all the people doing it might not know because they don't know chemistry, but the people telling them to do that, it's all BS. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. It is so bad yeah. that you realize that What's this is all theater. It's that it bad. Is theater. But because they know it works, they did it for the Navy. Yeah. But yeah, so that I think is our main one. And then just turning off all our signals and everything else. That's that's how I yeah. think, you know, I have all our immune building stuff and we, we're all set up, but that twin oxide or chlorine dioxide, twin oxide is a legal version that you can get in the United States. That oh, okay. I think, yeah. And you can get it from Dr. Joe Newsma. I don't make any money on it. This is, he's not you my should. affiliate. I should, but he, <laughs> should. I, I, I get that, but but he's doing this, um, <laughs> himself like he's set getting it out and stuff and i'm like you know what i don't need to make money on that so <laughs> i haven't asked no, I get, and there probably isn't that much to be made in it anyway people make their own chlorine dioxide so i, I doubt it's you know a huge money maker well it and it's a well it's 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 twin oxide it's from a company that has the license here to put it in drinking water and okay. doing it for you know corporate back back when uh florida you know when we had our pandemic six elderly neighborhoods had this in their water systems and nobody got wow COVID. fabulous yeah. i yeah. love that yeah but it strips the electronic bonds as i understand that the free radical electrons is what makes things pathogenic and it strips them away as i understand it but i'm not an engineer that's the way it, i understood it, it. Yeah. I, and the other thing is that it's modulated to a point where only the certain pH levels and certain uh, you oh. know, levels are allowed in. So any like healthy bacteria, healthy stuff is um, that's within our frequency ranges that stays the stuff that's uh, above it. It's all out. That's Fabulous. what it does. That's what it does on a physical level it would be really interesting for people to do the research behind the frequency aspects of it. Sure. That would be cool if it aligned with that for free, for everything, everything, whatever's modulated for your body, it stays and everything else. We do yeah. it. We know it works with the pH levels and the, the levels of the um, bacteria and viruses. And well, so I got to tell you my own, my own story. I think it must've been five or six years ago. Now I, I had cancer and I was going in for an operation and I took chlorine dioxide for a staph infection I'd carried around for my whole life. I didn't take it for any other reason. And, um, within 30 days, my cancer was gone. It, we, it was, you know, in the pre-op, the only thing I did different was chlorine dioxide twice. And 30 days later in the post-op, the cancer was gone. The only difference. And I actually felt it leave. So I'm a I'm an enormous fan, um, and I understand so you now. That, really you really know, are a fan. I mean, you're, I'm a you're, huge fan. You're I take like, it all the you time. Have a great story, yeah. And yeah. that's what makes twin oxide good is because they actually got approved in the for water systems and fabulous. Kind of like a yeah, so you can get it there. But uh, you, that is such a great story because I know that if people take take this and they do it, you want to do it in the right dosage for for most people. You are lucky; you're an outlier. Um, but if you want to take it in, a, in a, a good dosage, and if you have enough time, you should be able to get rid of your cancer. That's what I've been told. Yeah. 
you know, no, pe I'm, people take I'm here, it too I'm living. late. Yeah, you're so, yeah. it's such an awesome story. If people take it too late, then you might not be able to keep it down. And there's all sorts of issues that way. But if they can take it enough time where they're still able to digest and you know, that at that time frame, yeah. and you do it enough dosage, that's what I'm told. So that's, yeah. I don't doubt cool. it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So that's what I, I just, that's what I have on site. You have all these other options. People aren't all comfortable with certain things. They want to have whole, all these yeah. backups and everything else. So you're going to sure. do a four hour thing with solutions, with doctors and what you can do for all these different yeah. diseases. I mean, cause it could be anything they're unleashing. Yes, that's right. Anything at all. Um, what's interesting is I was just talking to Frank Zelenko, that's Zeb Zelenko's brother, and he was his yeah. treatment partner. So, um, and he explained that, um, in fact, there's a video and I'll be happy to send it if you want to share it with people. It was, I think it was La Zeb Zelenko's last video. And he said, I want to tell the world, this is like his posthumous message to the world, um, that these are single stranded RNA diseases and here's how you beat them. And he effectively said, use ionospore uh, to get the zinc into your system. And it doesn't matter whether it's Marburg or Ebola or whatever else, if you get the zinc into your cells, you won't get sick. And I thought, what, a, what an amazing man. He's dying. And what did he think, you know, how he was going to help save the world? He really was, amazing. He was an amazing man. And, and Frank, his I, brother's I wish, a super cool guy. He, um, he had this, he was on a really, I don't know if you know his story of in the hospital. He was on a really good treatment plan, working on really rebooting his immune system. And he was on his road to recovery. Maybe. Yeah. From some yeah. of the inside stories I've heard, this is the first time well, I've ever brought this up, but from the, some of the stories, it was a, it was where a tube was placed. I was asking Frank that question all of two hours ago. And, and he said, yeah, probably. And I, you know, Sarah, I, we, my group took over cloud hub um, from Jeff brain and, you know, Jeff was a friend. He just died. I don't know if you know that, but, um, according to the doctors that treated him, it was an attack, you know, and he was at one of the, um, I guess it was a symposium of sorts, whatever. Um, and a lot of people got sick and injured, like 25 of them, three people died there. And my friend, Dr. Tenpenny is now sick. And I think we're, we're all being attacked one way or another. And it's kind of my point to this whole thing is we are all under attack. We are all going to die if they get their way, right? Which is to depopulate the planet. That's right. The only question for us is how do you want to die? And so I'm going to die fighting. And, and that's why, you know, putting on this symposium and it's going to piss off a lot of people that are trying to kill us. And I don't care because you, you're trying to kill us. What does it matter? Um, so whether Zebulenko Zelenko was murdered or not is almost immaterial because we're all marked for extinction. You know, and, and this is one thing I want to impart to you. When I say that, I, I say that also as a lawyer, right? So one of the things we, we found in this whole event is how all the law was restructured globally. I'm an international lawyer. I practice outside the United States. I don't even live in the United States. Um, and I can tell you that the, the reaction from each and every government was planned. It was all coordinated around the 2005 international health regulations. And the evil governments of this world, uh, or those who own them, actually made it possible to suspend not only all of your constitutional rights, your charter rights, but your, your uh, human rights. So out of the Nuremberg Convention, you might remember this came after World War II, the heinous crimes of the Nazi party that were experimenting on people, came international criminal law. 
um, which is you, humans have rights inalienable because we're humans, no other reason. They're international, they're universal. And out of that came two notable conventions, the International Convention on Civil and Political Rights, the International Convention on Human Rights. In both of those, Article 7 says you don't get to experiment on people. Well, what happened to experimented on people? How and why? Because they created exemptions to the law, as they always do in every other circumstance. That's why your constitution doesn't really exist anymore. And the exemption is this. Should the magic words be uttered by the director of uh, the WHO, Tedros Adnan or whoever um, comes behind him, if he says the magic words, public health, emergency of international concern, guess what? Those conventions, your rights enumerated under those. And not only that, but your rights under your constitution, they are suspended. They don't count. It means that there's nothing stopping them for purposes of the law from killing you. Whether they do that with lead or liquid makes no difference whatsoever. And that's precisely where we find ourselves. And I will have you know that there is already a Marburg pandemic. It was declared on um, December 9, 2020, by the Secretary of Health in the United States. That does not expire until when? August 1, 2025. So from a legal perspective, I'm telling you right now, your constitutional and your human rights are already suspended. There is nothing stopping them from forcefully jabbing you, giving you whatever experimental treatment they want. And that's the one thing that came out of our lawsuit against the DOD. We stopped them from use of force. It was the, uh -huh. the service members themselves that stopped the whole thing. But yeah, because I wanted to get back to that DOD. So since then, you've had whistleblowers come at you. You've had so much. Yeah. So you've been able to see things much deeper than what a lot of people yes. have seen. You've seen that the, the Department of Defense has actually created it. Yes. Now, where where are you in that in your lawsuits? And where did that shocking? End up? My God. So one of the things that, that came out of it, I couldn't understand early on when we filed the suit, why it was that um, it, this this shot was not being treated as an investigative new drug. As you know, I, I had been through the FDA process, my family's own company. I knew what the IND laws looked like, but they weren't following them. I figured out that they were they were treating this as a biologic, that the biologics are treated different from investigative new drugs. What does that mean? It means they are genetically modifying you. Gene therapy is regulated separately. And so that led me on to the understanding that the DOD actually created what is effectively an exemption to all of those rules. Um, if it's a COVID countermeasure, it's a countermeasure to what they deem to be an attack from a biological weapon, which of course they helped create. The point of which is that none of those laws applied. None of them applied whatsoever. And so when I got to the whole point of genetic engineering and realized that there was a special memorandum from the Attorney General of the United States to the Secretary of Health, I'm sorry, Secretary of Defense, it was Donald Rumsfeld at the time, um, that said, hey, you can actually genetically modify your soldiers and you don't have to tell them. They just need to know or could know that you're doing this. They call it gene therapy. Um, then I came to understand that there is law in place whereby those who have been genetically modified by virtue, and there's a case on point of this gene modification results in those people are number one, a new species, and number two, they are owned, they are chattel property. They're no longer humans for purposes of the law and they belong to the patent holders. Why do I say that with such conviction? There is a case on this. It's a Supreme Court case. It's called Molecular Pathology versus Myriad Genetics, 2013 on page six, the, the court holds. Um, starting with the words, it is also halfway down. It holds that use of mRNA to effectuate gene modification of a genome results in that genome belonging to the patent holders. So what does that mean? That means that the people that got the shots, their human rights are gone forever. Why? Because human rights are homo sapiens. 
the people that got the shots for purposes of the law. And according to the NASA Langley research paper published in 2001 about fifth generation warfare in 2025, they are called Borg. On page two, it actually says um, the, the genetically modified super soldiers would be called Borg. Um, and so we found other pieces of paper that said they actually named them Homo Borgenesis instead of Homo, Bor or Homo sapiens. Um, so from a legal perspective, this is really quite concerning because the powers that have granted onto themselves the right to destroy us from a legal perspective. So when we filed suit in, now I say we, I filed the first suit. There was a dozen other lawyers right behind me, right? We all sued because we all had DOD clients and that's where the mandate started. The court's responded the same way the department of, of justice who represents the dod i thought for sure i filed a temporary restraining order here's um, lieutenant colonel Teresa long flight surgeon in the army she says that these are full of polyethylene glycol that's the base components to antifreeze here you go dod these things are dangerous you can't give people antifreeze in a shot it's never been done before uh, and you know i thought maybe they'll just stop this no they didn't stop it they fought harder to answer your question We've been fighting with them for two years now, the Department of Justice represents, and we got um, thrown out of the Tenth Circuit on bonk, meaning that the entire Tenth Circuit looked at our case because we did oral arguments in front of the Tenth um, last uh, November, November 18, where we laid all this out, including the, the owned part of humans and cited the case law and everything, and they took six months to say, no, we're not going to deal with this. And what they said, just like all of the other cases, Sarah, they said it's not justiciable. What does that mean? It means they, they're they not going to hear the case because it's not before them, because it's not ripe or for whatever other reason. In this case, they said it's moot. The The mandate is gone, so we're not going to hear this. It's, it's not worth talking about. But we presented to the court the most important question of our time since the dawn of, of mankind or certainly since the Civil War. Do they get to genetically modify you and turn you into chattel property? Are those super soldiers, are they now somebody's property? And the answer to that question is yes, because all of the military documents we found that talk about this say so, including the um, Ministry of Defense in both Germany and in England, who have also studied this. They call it human augmentation. We're in such a drastic time, Sarah. This is more than just are they going to kill us. This is they're changing humanity, transhumanism, without our permission, without our consent, without our knowledge. Those of us that survive this are not even going to be human. We will not enjoy any rights. We will be chattel property slaves. If they win. If they win. If we don't yeah. stop them. The good news is we have stopped them. We can rinse and repeat. We stopped the DOD was supposed to be. It's the world's biggest killing machine. They were supposed to get 75% of this world vaxxed. They failed. We stopped them. 400,000 service members stood up. They papered the holy hell out of the DOD and said, we're not doing this. That's who stopped them. Humanity can rise. Humanity can say, no, we're not going to project or the program. We're not doing this. And that will stop them. But we have to be firm in our convictions. Convictions. We have to get hold of the people in public health and we got to get hold of people in law enforcement. For instance, look at um, the governor of New Mexico all three weeks ago, declared a public health emergency about gun violence. She tried to confiscate everybody's <laughs> guns in New Mexico because it was a public health emergency. Those same magic words I told you about. And the good news is a sheriff, I think David Allen is his name, and Albuquerque, if memory serves, said, no, I swore an oath to the Constitution. I'm wearing this badge and gun and I am not going to comply. What does that mean? That means that um, those who swore an oath, that means all of us who stand and say no, we can stop this. There is no law without law enforcement. We get to our friends in law enforcement. We get to our friends in uniform, the military, 
and uh, and those in public health. And we share the truth, just what you're doing right here. And if they know the truth, they'll do the right thing. Yeah, I think you're right. I just I just hope we just have to keep hammering on it. And people, Hammer. I think the I think the majority of the people realize something's wrong. And if they try to cram it down yeah. our throats again, they go with it. Problem is if they can do some kind of trickery with frequency and people are dropping dead and getting sick, then it's gonna it's gonna freak the people. I mean, we, we have to get to enough people to have That's this the sense. plan. Yeah. That's the plan, right? If they radiate people and they cause them like Marburg to bleed out of their orifices and they fall over dead like they did in China, by the way, 10,000 5G transmitters were turned on Wuhan October 31, Halloween night, 2019. The next day you got people falling over dead. So if they play that game again and scare people into the FEMA camps, we know that they built the FEMA camps. We interrupted them, by the way. Um, that's where they're going to say, you want in this camp, you're going to have to take your shot. I think you've got that exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and they can restrict you from everything. You'll have health card there. That stupid health passport really was that to just kind of screw that. Yeah, I know. They're going to just, they, and they can scan you, see what you've shots you've had. I mean, honestly, where the technology is going, they wouldn't even have to ask you. They could just scan you and they know. Exactly. How right? about no? How no. about no? But this I, is my point, sir. If, if we can get that information to those who are tasked with enforcing the law, it's actually why we, we went to the DOD in the way that we did, because we knew that if we didn't stop them there, that those soldiers would be the ones forcing the shots on everybody else. If we get to our friends and family in uniform, right, badge and gun or, or cam, camouflage, doesn't matter, whatever the case is, if they won't enforce the law, there is no law. That's the secret to this whole thing. And it's universal. It's not just the United States. This is global. And if the law with their stupid rules has some backwards rules. way of owning another human, that kind of thing. So like uh -huh. half our population has been jabbed. Right. That's not natural law. That's not what natural no, it law isn't. says. So are you, right. so if the law, like all the papers, all the documents you saw, the Supreme court says that's okay. I, I, I don't know if they're saying that's okay or the use of that in industry. Yes, they have, Did they exactly say if they it was said. used, no, was it used as a, um, like if it was an application to a person or was it used as a, just a general? I should have asked it, that. It, I'm, I'm no, it's fine. It's a, it's, a, it's a lengthy um, opinion of the court. Read it for yourself. It's really quite confusing in the way that they go about it. They contemplate in the ditka of the, of the opinion, they contemplate that it is in fact possible this could be applied to humans in the future. So to that point, there is a, an amendment that Congress put in um, in 2011 called the Leahy Act. And it says, as it relates to patents, that you, you cannot um, obtain a U.S. patent. There's no funding for U.S. patent if it has anything to do with um, genetically modifying a human. Or you can't own a human effectively is what it says. However, that doesn't apply to any patent prior to 2011. Most of these mRNA patents are well before 2011. And secondarily, that only applies to the U.S. Patent Office. When you look at the patents on owning people, and there are, many, there are thousands of them, I'm saying there are thousands of them, um, including Bill Gates, who has one that turns people effectively into cloud computing nodes, which has already happened. Uh, but when you see those patents, those are World Patent Office. Those aren't U.S. Patent Office. So what does the Leahy Act matter? It doesn't. That's my point. This is a function of international law. The 2005 international health regulations that caused everybody to get locked down were a function of international law. 
So we're talking about the one world government really here that is forcing this on people. And Americans don't understand it's already in place. The one world government already exists. They just forgot to tell the U.S. about it because we're the ones with the guns. Everybody else has lost their guns. And that's why we're seeing everybody move in lockstep and all these world leaders are lockstep. cooperating. Yeah, it, it, to me, all I see- It's by, yeah. it's by convention. All it's, and it's, it's beyond convention. It's actually a legitimate conspiracy under the laws defined as an agreement between two or more people to endeavor, meaning plan a crime in one step and further. It's, this is your classic RICO. We have owners of governments, right? The ones who own the private central banking system, the ones who print money out of thin air, they, they have conspired amongst themselves to kill 7 billion people. And they are using our government apparatus, the facade that it is, to carry that out. And so this makes what, when, when you look at one of the things we found is we, we studied and found that none of the people serving in, in the U.S. cabinet right now are lawfully there. They, they have to have a valid oath of office and it has to be written and has to be sworn in front of a notary. Not one of them has it. Some of them didn't even bother. The guy, Mayorkas, uh, down on the border who welded open the gates, he doesn't even have an oath of office. He just couldn't be bothered to do it. The point of which is the law says that nothing they have done, nothing that they have written or otherwise, has any force in the law. It's void ab initio. But nonetheless, people are following those instructions. What that does for purposes of the law is turn all of those people, the border guards, the military, Austin also has no oath of office, um, they are mercenaries, right? They, we don't have a government is what I'm telling you. The federal government for purposes of, of the administrative branch doesn't exist. They are all actors and there's law against that. But what I'm saying is the people with the badge of the gun wearing the uniform, um, if you're following orders from one of those people who doesn't have an oath of office, you're a mercenary. You're a paid gun. So the first thing I would be doing is asking my superior, where's your oath of office? I want to see it. And, and do did you dig into whether they just didn't bother with it or whether they... Yes, both. What, what was... Some have them, some have defective ones, and some didn't bother. So what I'll tell you, Janet Yellen, defect. Secretary of the Treasury... Didn't yeah. bother to do it. Uh, my orcas didn't bother to do it. Um, others have defective ones. So I'll give you a good example. So you look at the attorney general. The way the law reads, it's 5 U.S.C. 3332 and 3331. Um, and I'll be happy to send you a copy of what we filed. We served it on the U.S. attorney. Why? Because the attorney general, who we could have also served it on, does not have a valid oath of office. Why? He doesn't have an appointment date, number one. Number two, it isn't notarized. He, the, the form has to be notarized and it has to be filled out properly and it has neither of those things. So then we went and we served the U.S. attorney, Mr. Graves, who also has a defective oath of office. We didn't know it at the time. We came to find that to be the case. Then we started saying, OK, if these guys aren't lawfully serving, right, they're not really in office, then what do we do? The law says we file in the Federal District Court of Washington, D.C. We went and looked to see how many of those judges have oaths of office. One has a valid oath of office that we can find. What does that say about our government? And it's not by, this isn't just some accident, Sarah. In um, January 10th of 1963, the Communist Manifesto was read into the congressional record. Number 13 on the 45 item list of turning U.S. into a communist nation, item 13 says, do away with, get rid of oaths of office. So we started looking back. We mm. keep looking back. We can't find valid oaths of office. We're looking all the way back to 1964. It's not by coincidence, in my view, two things happened. Number one, JFK was killed in 1963, November 11, or 10, as case may be. Uh, and then lastly, the Declaration of North America. Biden went to Mexico City with Obrador and Trudeau 
And on January 10, exactly 60 years later, after the um, congressional record had the, the Communist Manifesto, Biden says there is no more United States anymore. This is the Declaration of North America. That declaration, again, from an international law point of view, means our country's over. If you don't have a territory and you stake it out and you say this is ours and you plant a flag and say we're defending this, then you don't have a sovereign. What he did was declare the dissolution of our country on January 10 of this year. Okay, so what are the three what, what are the three parts you? to the agenda for the 21st century? Go right? Get rid of borders, right? No sovereignty, get rid of private property rights. Done. Last one, get rid of seven billion people. Gosh. Okay, so what does that tell you about our legal system? And you're a lawyer. It, it's what, a facade. Yeah. It's a facade. That's what it means. That that our country was already destroyed. That's what I'm trying to impart to you. We've got people acting as though they're government officials. There's a crime against it. There's a, there's a statute, Title 18 of our criminal code, says you can't do that. But nobody's enforcing it. How could they enforce it if the attorney general, the chief law enforcement officer in the United States of America doesn't have an oath of office? If he isn't making an oath to the country that he serves, who's paying his bill, who is his oath to? And the answer That's is to right. himself. Who are they serving? They're serving themselves. Or serving whatever weird cult they're part of. Sure. Right? Sure, why not? because <laughs> you don't know when these guys are all acting really weird how do people reach you they you have amazing information i know people are <laughs> you're in demand every every time i see a video with you on it the numbers are astronomical so people want to hear you and see you where can they see more of you yeah thank you for that so um as i mentioned we took over clout hub six seven months ago so I'm now the CEO. You can find me hanging around there. It's really easy to find me there. Vax Choice, which is the, the company we set up to be our library or repository of information, is there, vaxchoice.com. That's two X's, by the way. And then lastly, Truth for Health Foundation. That's the good Dr. Vliet. Um, I spent a lot of time over there. And the last, I should say, fourth place. I have a lot of jobs. Um, Disabled Rights Advocates is my law firm. And so we've helped people three years now almost exclusively pro bono, getting people out of the shots and, and rescuing people from hospitals, um, just doing the That's level awesome. best we can for humanity. How, how is Clout Hub doing? Is it, I mean, just exploding cool. with numbers? It's cool. Um, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming quick. The cool part about it, Sarah, is this. We made a deal with a company called Worldwide Tech Connections, and they had instant translation software. We've now integrated it into Cloud Hub. So this meeting right now can happen in 72 languages, 92 dialects, all at the same time. You can hear it. You can see it with the teletypes. We now have opened up the gateway. We've changed the world of communication. The idea was, we call it Truth Hub, by the way, if we can eliminate the, the barriers to the truth, right, the, the gatekeepers of truth, otherwise known as government and media, we had no idea what was really happening in Ukraine. Why? We don't speak Ukraine. Now you can. So if you go to Truth Hub and you get our program, or, or um, so, yeah. And so pretty soon what will happen is not only will you be able to have meetings like this in every language, and I've done it, um, the, the platform itself, Clout Hub itself, will be available in every language, every spoken language in the world. You'll be able to liaise and communicate and do whatever you want to on our platform in each and every language on the planet. Um, and so we're calling it Truth Hub. The, the joint venture effectively is what it is with Worldwide the, Tech. It's called Truth Hub. So we all get to like the, the truth. It's like the Star Trek where they had the, what, what were those things that changed the voices for people? Or, yeah, it's instant translation. Yeah. The, we no, not getting it. We have it right now. It's available right this very moment. That's amazing. For 21 bucks that's a great. month. For $21 a month, 
You can have unlimited uh, video conferencing. By the way, it's not only is it encrypted, but it's all transactional data. What that means is we don't keep it. And I had to change the privacy policy of Cloud Hub um, to say, we don't want your data. Most everybody else says, we're going to keep your data and we're going to sell it. No, no, not ours. We don't want your data. I don't want to know who you are. Give me an email and, and a way to get hold of you and, and what I should call you by. That's all I care. Um, and when you come on to Truth Hub and you want to communicate with people around the world, nobody's asking you personal details. I don't want to know. Um, and this is what it does. It, it provides a place for, for a marketplace of ideas for people to communicate without fear. There is no record, particularly Christians in China. We built that with them in mind. There's 500 million of them, so I understand. Because they can have a meeting. They can have a church service when it's done. This is browser-based. You don't even have to have an app. When it's done, it's done. There is no record it ever happened. And, you, and so you this a, is the cool part. And you have a lot of shows on there as well. Like, can I post my show up there? Yeah. Yes. I want you to come right now. We will get you set up. And, and okay. you're absolutely right. We've been we've been seeing where when I first took over the thing, we people would have 100 views, 200 views or whatever. Um, my truth be told thing on Fridays is now you know, 1.75 million, 1.2 million people are coming for like droves. So we will get you on there. We'll promote you. You're in the truth business, Sarah. I want to have you. Come, yeah. come now, we'll get you sorted out. There isn't many of us, to be honest, <laughs> that truly are out there. Maybe there's a ton of us trying to be, but there- Let's make some. It, we, yeah. Inspire them. That's what we got to do. We got to get a lot of them, because like Dave Hodges is trying to get people, you know, his listeners, you got to get out there and talk. And maybe we find yeah. some of them and just give them some inspiration. If anybody sees that, actually, yeah. people should be noticing that and giving them some, you know, pats on the back. But there's a lot of people out there pretending to tell the truth. And I don't, I don't there know. Are. I know it, it hurts so. me to see commercialized stuff. But can I just ask you a question? You're, you're an observant person. I've enjoyed watching you for years. Um, and I like how you, you think very differently from a lot of people. You said something earlier on in our conversation. And you said, you know, people were kind of like zombies and didn't really notice what's happening. My son, he actually says, Dad, they're not like zombies. They're NPCs. I was like, what is that? You know, non-personal character <laughs> in video games. And, he, and I was like, wait a minute. He's kind of right about that. Are, you know, they're there, but it's almost like it doesn't matter. You can hit them over the head. It wouldn't make any difference. They're just a non-player you know, character. I mean, what, did, did you see it that of, way? No, I, there are quite a bit of people that believe that only 10% of the those of us who are uh, like players in the game and the rest that are that, but there's actually a whole theory behind that. And, and people wow. claim that, yeah, it's all, and it actually, some of that can tie back a lot of that tie back to religious texts and things too, when wow. you really get into it. Yeah. But their take, I don't know the kids, I have two kids too. So you hear that kind of stuff. And I don't know if it's a play on that whole theoretical thing or either you know, yeah I, I don't know it's interesting but that's there's that's a real theory and there are really smart people who believe that stuff wow well all right do me a favor figure it out <laughs> and then let me know figure it out <laughs> i don't know i have like my top scientists that i have come on who you know one has five he's worked at nasa he has five different science degrees and then another guy who's just as brilliant they're like they they fundamentally believe that there are uh, uh, a big good percentage that are non-player characters. And I'm not I, kidding. I don't doubt things anymore. I, I, you know, what I've come to find in this journey is that most everything I think that I know is wrong. 
<laughs> I don't want that to be wrong though, but it's something that I don't know. It's hard not to have it in the back of your head after dealing with what we're dealt with and the fact that there's still people who will go for it still. That's yeah. like, it's, how do you still, I don't know. Seventeenth, so. you know, booster shot. <laughs> like, I know. Really? How are they still alive? By the way, it, it might go to this theory, given that we found the HIV proteins in the shots, and that they have no immunity uh, anymore. So say our doctors. How do these NPCs still stay alive? Maybe because they're NPCs. <laughs> well, maybe yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's a good theory. I haven't heard that yet, but I don't. I don't one. know. But it, it's a. Uh, it's hard not to go in some pretty weird mental places once you start thinking about what we're dealing with and the this all this mental yeah. con yeah how do they what the heck you want to just shake them awake but that's a good it's a good theory well i'm just sitting here i'm wondering you know in light of what you say is, is that a battery or not because if they're just you know, non-player characters <laughs> i know well i had the guy that uh that uh, believes he thomas althouse who believes he wrote the screenplay where he and i with the proof i think he did i've looked at all his documents oh. and proof and he's been he fighting this in court the screenplay for the matrix trilogy oh so he came oh, wow. up with the whole red pill blue pill he came up with all this stuff and one of the things wow. he said to me yeah and he's given i've known him for since pre-covid and he's shown me all the documents and i'm just i i, I believe him you know based and he's not having hasn't given up and he's been fighting it in court and he's all these stories. But anyways, one of the things that that reason why I brought it up is that he came up with the concept of Neuralink in his screenplay and he called it Neuralink. Wow. And wow. Um, yeah, because that early script has it in there called that. And he says the concept is that that when you get connected to that, that your brain atrophies because it's doing so much thinking sure. for you that your brain actually atrophies and you're not able to really learn it. You know what atrophies? You have to rework it up. Well, we and, found stuff along those lines. We in the in the the clinical field trial for the military. It was the phase one, two, and three clinical trials. C four five nine one thousand one. The six month post market study had 1,291 new diseases those test subjects didn't have before the trial, number one of which was the 1P36 gene deletion syndrome. That is a congenital disease, meaning you're born with it. It, it means that your frontal cortex is atrophied. That's the, the symptom of the disease, is you lose your executive function in your frontal cortex. People are born with that, except that it's a side effect of the shots, of the Pfizer shots. Wow. Great. 1P36 gene deletion syndrome is a side effect of the Pfizer shots. In fact, it's the number one serious adverse event of special interest. Jeez. Oh, well, and that's what I, yeah, that's just awful. But that's what we're dealing with, right? And yeah, but there, but I, I think that we're in a much stronger position now versus before. We we're just totally yeah, clueless. We are. And so we, we're going to go into this different and we're not, we're just not going to let them. And when people start getting sick, we have to understand what it is. Yeah, that's right. I was going to say, thanks to you, you know, we're in a different um, space. And I mean that sincerely that you and a whole lot of people like you that have, have been out here speaking your mind, speaking the truth, um, that kind of leadership is what's led to the, the, you know, the crack in the, in the door of people's minds opening enough to start considering the possibility here we are three years later after you've been persistent um, in helping people understand that there are different ways to look at things. And now you're right. We're in a different place. 
you know, a year ago, even when I'd say, look, we're under attack, your government isn't here to help you. They're here to kill you. You know, people looked at me like I was crazy, but now they're not so sure I'm crazy anymore. That's <laughs> <know>. your efforts. <laughs> and yours. So thank you very much. I really appreciate that. But didn't yeah. doesn't always feel that way when you're in the middle of it, as you know. And it's like, so it's always good to, to that acknowledgement. So thank you. You're not crazy. <laughs> thank you. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining yeah. me today. I really appreciate this. has been yeah. a good, great, a great conversation. Yeah, let's do it again one time. Thank you okay. for having me.